is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. I have on with me uh, my indecisive uh, co-anchor, Eric, who is going to... uh, possibly spontaneously decide what it is we're going to talk about today. Eric, how are you? Uh, hey, I'm doing fantastic. This was a nice little surprise on me as we were just having random conversation. And uh, then I hear the the audio for the entrance of our podcast. So right. we're, we're now in, unfortunately, or fortunately for those. And we'll find out if we can uh, filibuster a, a topic up, if that's the correct word, correct word which it probably isn't. Well, you know, filibustering is is just you know going on and on at length to prevent the other person from talking. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's you know, not generally it. Generally, in a in a political situation, so not quite. I mean, we we tend to go on and on and on a bit, but uh, you know. Now, I just figured I'd start the morning off by throwing you directly under the bus, full well in the knowledge that if this this goes splat, that's what the magics of editing are for. Well, well, I do have some, I do have something to talk about, and I don't know if it'll be relevant, and we'll see how editing works. So, um, <laughs> I have, uh, my son has eczema real bad on his feet, and he ends up waking up in the middle of the night, itching and scratching and so forth. He ends up in our bed, and then he kicks the crap out of me in my ribs because he's rubbing his legs together, trying to itch them with his legs. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So, so at that point in time, you know, I. I put some aquaphor and stuff on his legs and try to ease the the itchiness and then I say here take a little bit of this Benadryl which is like really small doses like 2.5 right, right. whatever milliliters right. whatever and then he's typically fine but in that in that time frame I wake up in the middle of the night and then I put on a show um, Lauren had her Bravo show on and I'm like not watching the Real Housewives tonight if I don't have to so I That's went fair. to YouTube and I found this funny um, channel that basically just kind of talks about the 10 dumbest states or the 10 poorest states and stuff like that. And the 10, 10 cities you don't want to move to in Pennsylvania. And this is a pretty funny comedian. I can't remember his name offhand because I just found him a couple days ago. And Lauren and I both were very humored uh, by his stuff. So I put on one of those last night. He put out a new video, put one of those on. Basically, he just takes random cities, random states, and he does like top 10s or the top 10 places you don't want to move to and or like the top 10 dumbest states and then he takes decent facts and 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 so forth and it's pretty entertaining about 10 minute clips um right which he's he's i don't know if he, he's he has a very dry sense of humor but it's very funny it's almost deadpan either way find, right. found the show really nice so what happens when these shows finish if you have youtube on your apple tv there's an autoplay afterwards and then okay. I, it must have come up to this random guy because it must have said all right well he's talking about locations in the united states and they're looking for vloggers that are probably doing similar. And then the next one came up, and it must have been two hours long of a guy that just basically went to every place on um, the famous uh, Route 66. Is that right? Todd? Right. So then he basically – so I ended up staying up right, watching right. at like 2 or 3 in the morning watching like this guy just stop off at all these Route 66 places. Um, and then I said, well, you know, I'm going to ask Todd if he's been on Route 66 because I know you you have traveled across the country. Oh, yeah. So, so, Todd, oh, yeah. do you have any any Route 66, not necessarily stories, but is that that one of the places that you've traveled? Oh yeah, oh yeah. In in the 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 series of epic, you know, let's try and visit all the states road trips that we do. Yeah, we've been on Route 66. I want to say multiple times because we're we're big fans of going 
out west in the in this the southwest and in, in that region and yeah we've 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 hit route 66 on 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 several occasions i don't know that i've got any you know particularly interesting stories or anecdotes or any oh this wacky thing happened kind of a deal well that's fine i'm i'm going to uh pick your brain because i um so uh, the most familiar i am with route 66 is is from the movie cars <laughs> because that's what okay that's it's it seems to me that's what they base their um radiator springs off of all right that um, yeah yeah there are a lot of similarities there i can see that yeah well i it's mean it's been a while actually, since i've seen cars but uh, and i uh, saw it before i think we actually went on route 66 but i i know enough to of both things to say yeah that makes sense yeah so all right so do you know where it starts and ends and, and what's like the deal with route 66 why is it so what 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 was the deal do you know are you oh, want to guess? Because I don't this know. Is, I'm... This is this is paybacks for me. Uh, me giving you a ration for your your Honduras, uh, <laughs> Puerto Rico geographical gaffe the the other the other day. Because um, yeah. because I've been, and a lot of times when we go on these trips, you know they're 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 fun and they're they're recreational, but a lot of times they're you know national parks and this monument and that thing, and and they they tend to be educational. And your your question implies you know that that I pay attention and retain that information which in a lot of cases i do route 66 you you've you found my achilles heel uh oh boy that it's this is, it's <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get for just springing a topic on me and making that's, me you know, you know that's that's fair uh you know i could bullshit and and make stuff up and sound convincing but that that doesn't seem like a very fair or right thing to do um, no, no, I think I mean, fair, I know Todd, 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 I think it would be fair <laughs> for you to bullshit as long as we know you're bullshitting. Todd, tell me about Route 66 and how it came about. So Route 66 uh, started off as a wagon trail um, as part of, you know, our great expansion westward uh, part of Manifest Destiny. And it, it, it sort of weaved its way through through the southwest as part of the gold rush. And so, you know, there, there are various, you know, it going by Conestoga wagon back in the day. Uh, you know, you, you can only travel so far, you know, at one time you had these big wagon trains, lots of people, you brought all the women and children, all the supplies you think you'd need. So it was, it was kind of, you know, an old school convoy situation, you know, and you'd, 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 you'd drive along for so long and you'd have to stop at regular intervals because, you know, the horses need rest and so forth. Um, so a lot of the places where they would stop, you know, there, there would be people who were, you know, weary from their travels. They would just kind of be like, you know what? I, I don't know how much I'm buying into this whole gold rush thing. You know, we've traveled all this, this distance, you know what? I'm good here. And there would be people that would break away from the convoys and just, you know, they, they brought everything they needed with them. So they just set up shop, you know, where, where they were, they're like, you know what? We're not going any further. We're just going to, you know, set up, set up camp here. And a lot of those places are what turned into the, the cities of the Southwest. And, you know, a lot of those are commemorated along Route 66. Route 66, coincidentally, is called Route 66 because that is the number of families that eventually made it to California. And I can almost guarantee that none of that is correct. Todd, that was very convincing, though. I, if that was not the true story of how Route 66, <laughs> I, I, you sure had me believing. Um, I, I feel maybe when the, the naming of the, the, you know, the Route 66 with the, the people was the only part that I was like, hmm, you know, I'm not sure. But I, that still could be a thing. <laughs> that could be a thing. I will tell you, though, from looking at it, you know, I watched this video for like an hour last night and I ate a ton of, uh, you know, I was late night snacking on these things called snaps, which are like cheese it, like, I don't know, 
modified Cheez-It crackers. And I don't feel very good this morning because I ate way too many of them. Um, Fair enough. While, watch, while watching this guy go through Route 66 and stop off at every little town and every little general store. It does seem like that would have made sense. You know, the fact is that they created some, you know, from what I understand, it goes from Chicago to L.A. Does yeah. that sound about that, right? That, that sounds right. Yeah, it, it cuts southwestern or northeastern, I guess, depending on your direction of travel. But, yeah, that, that, that sounds about right. Well, this gentleman was going from L.A., and I mm-hmm. fell asleep around Texas. So um, I well, watched him go from into- L.A. through all types. And I think I dozed off a couple times in between. And this must have been a two- to three-hour video because I woke up, and I'm like, where's he at now? <laughs> well, and to be fair, most of what most people think of of Route 66 – I think is the section in the Southwest, the like the LA to Texas sort, well, that's of, what sort I saw, of range yeah. of things. Like, yeah. I think it goes further than that, but after that, it, it sort of melds from, you know, the, the nostalgic, um, you know, historic road into just, yeah, another, you know, highway in the American, you know, highway system, you know, <laughs> system of roads. Um, I think that's, yeah. that, that's starts to taper off once you start to get out of the Southwest. Well, I only know that it went from there because there was a sign called Midpoint, and it might have been – oh, boy, it wouldn't have been Arizona. So, all right, let's play – Let's. I'm going to play the map game in my head, and you, you'll okay. easily be able to tell me. All right, so we have Arizona <clears> – excuse me. New Mexico is between Arizona and Texas, right? Or is it above – is it a little north? New Mexico – yeah, New Mexico is, is on the southern – Between. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So I think the midpoint is in New Mexico. Um, and it, or it might be on the tail beginning end of Texas. But then again, I'm trying to picture Route 66 in my brain. And I know users, listen, I know I could easily pull up a map on Wikipedia. I don't do that. All right, that's cheating. All right. What we do here <laughs> is we visualize. We use that old school notion of like, if we didn't have the answer, we play the game. If we don't have the answer, how would you get the answer in 1994? All right. And it's encyclopedia or just pretend. Or go find an old school map that you drew. Um, go to an old classroom and pull down the map, you know, from the uh, from the chalkboard and those find the right one. Um, I'm thinking it has to go, you know, L.A. is very southern California, so it has to like turn up. I'm guessing what in Texas to get to Chicago. I mean, it would have to at, at, at a minimum. I mean, otherwise it would have to backtrack. I would think. Yeah. So that'll sure, you know. You know I'll have to watch part two of the video, but for the most part, uh, it was pretty darn interesting watching all this, and it made me think of you guys because you guys went to the Cadillac Ranch, right? Oh yeah, where all the, okay. where the where the cars are all vertical and half buried. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So oh yeah. All right. So th- since this is a Toddcast, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back. We'll talk about Cadillac Ranch and some of the things that you might have visited or I saw on some random video last night. Sure. All right, and we are back. <laughs> um, we are back with uh, this Route 66 impromptu episode full of all types of Easter eggs and, and uh, wonderful tidbits of facts. Todd's. I was talking about Cadillac Ranch. Explain what Cadillac Ranch is, and then I'll tell you what I saw. So Cadillac Ranch, in, it, factually, because I'm not, I'm not <laughs> spinning this. i, I got to specify that now for the rest yeah. of the episode, I feel like. It is somebody took a bunch of Cadillacs, and I can't remember exactly how many, but it is multiple. I, I want to say it's at least a half dozen. I think it's not, six. Somewhere at, least, at least six. It may, yeah. it's, it's at least six. And it, he basically took them and and buried them half in the ground. And he you know put them vertically. So like if you took a car, if you dug a hole and put the car nose down into that hole and, you know, 
propped it up to be completely vertical and then filled the hole in so that they're half buried. That's that's what it is. There are six six Cadillacs that are buried like almost they're, like they're tombstones, like, right? Kind of, ex- except that they're 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 lined up slant. in a row. Yeah, they're, they're lined up in a row, not not so they're all side by side like tombstones would be. They're mm-hmm. they're one in front of the other, if yeah. that makes sense. And it's like just, if you had four it, cars parked directly behind each other and flipped them up on uh, and and just dug them into holes. That's and they're kind of yeah, aligned they're, they're against the road, like yeah. dominoes. They're, yes, yeah, if yes, you were yes, to yes. if you if you were to be a you know a giant and push one and topple them like a domino layout, that's how they're laid out. That, that's a, that's an excellent description. Um, and so yeah, they're just out there. Some I guess some wealthy guy just, just out of weird whatever decided to to do this, and it's one of those things where I knew about it and thought, oh well, that's cool. The reality of it is, it's just like off the side of a road. Like, like mm-hmm. you, 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 you pull off, and there's like a little bit of parking area, and there's, you know, there's like a fence, and there's, there's, there's a couple of guys set up outside the fence selling like knickknacks, uh, you know, mementos, whatnot. I'm trying to remember if they were charging admittance, and if mm. it, they either didn't or if they did, it was like a buck. Like it was, it, I, I honestly can't remember. But you go through this fence and you walk across and it's like just wide open area. And then there are these six or more Cadillacs. You can see, you know, maybe 100 yards away, just just planted in the ground. And it's it's you know, it's it's dry and hot and dusty. And, and you know, there's they're walking towards it. You got to shield your eyes because the, the, the dust in the sand blows or you'll get you'll get blinded. But you get out there and it's just these these cars. And apparently the thing is, is people go out there with spray paint and they are just spray painted to hell. Like they're yeah. just like I, you, you, to the point to where you kind of wonder how much of that is original Cadillac and how much of that is just layers of paint <laughs> that have built it's, up in the shape of a Cadillac. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you know. I don't think there you um, from what I understand is with the tourists and everything like that. And I was wondering if those guys were selling spray paint because this guy was like, yeah, this is, you know, the thing is you spray paint it, you, you tag yeah. it with whatever and you do whatever. And then, Moments later, it'll be gone because somebody else will come and spray paint over top. And I'm like, wow, oh, yeah. that number one is a ton of spray paint. And I'm like, man, oh, the yeah. business of, you know, they should have like vending machines of spray paint, you know, because unless no. they just leave spray paint there. But I, I found that kind of interesting and, and odd. And I was like, and of course, I said, there's a business opportunity there. So, oh, of course, of course. <laughs> you know, no. And I mean, and, and I would say the, the people who are there to see it, there are. Uh, I want to say it's at least 50-50 of people who are just there to look at it and, and see and take pictures, and the other 50% have one or more cans of spray paint in their hands and are actively working on it. And you're, you're right. Like, the girls were like, ooh, I want to whatever, and, like, we didn't bring any with us. Yeah. Um, so we're like, yeah, sorry. You know. we, we did not prepare for this. But I feel like, there, you know, there are enough, enough people who, like, you know, those kinds of asshats that are like, oh, I'm going to tag this, and then I'm just going to throw the empty can on the ground. So, I you know, imagine there, there, you <laughs> probably could do that, yeah. So, so there were, were, were plenty of opportunities for the ladies to run around to these cans and give them a shake and see what there was. And I think they did manage to get a couple of, you know, dots sprayed on a thing. But well, they did but, to, but to your earlier point, yeah, like anything you tag on there is, is going to be gone in a, in a duration that can be measured, you know, in hours at the most, because like they're in a constant state of being spray painted. Like anything you, you yeah. can put the coolest, awesome design on there. And, you know, two hours later it will be gone because somebody will have put, you know, Fred was here right over it or whatever. And I don't know why I'm picking on Fred. I mean, Fred just wants well, to be part of the, 
part of the action. Fred was he there. wants a piece of that action. You know, he wanted people to know that he was there. That's all. I'm, I'm not. I'm um, not besmirching Fred. No, no, I, I wouldn't either. Um, but good for Fred. So as so, it looked like a lot. Of, like you said earlier in uh, the backstory, the Todd's Wikipedia backstory of the of the place. It seems like there is a lot of stop offs in general stores and gas stations. So the only thing is, so it might have been done in the westward, like um, you know, the gold rush, so to speak. But it seems very car culture to me. Like oh, it's um, yeah. So yeah, I'm that, wondering that's when it really picked up steam and there were, you know, like I picture the, the old gas pumps, you know, and the, the neon signs and the motels and stuff you see in movies and, and, and so forth. Um, that is what I was witnessing him dropping off and, and saying, oh, let's look at this and let's look at this. And he'd go into all these old converted gas stations that are now museums that seem mm-hmm. to be like all the same museum. It was just like, well, here we are route 66 call culture, car culture, and here's gas pumps and here's neon signs and here's a little of this and that and stuff. And, and um, I mean, the, it, it seemed interesting enough. I think it was something my father-in-law would love. Cause he's all about that. What is oh, it, yeah. probably 1950s, 19, you know, maybe a little earlier than that. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. It, it was, it was, you know, right. I would say, you know, right after, you know, World War II and everybody coming back and people starting to be more prosperous and, and cars becoming more ubiquitous and people having, you know, free time to go cruise around and do stuff. Like, yeah, I would say if, if there is a central theme to the, the sections of Route 66 that we went through, you do see a recurring theme of, you know, cars and, and car culture and, you know, road trips and that, that sort of a thing. And, it, and, and again, just cause I'm waking up and I sprung this on you spontaneously. I also am not prepared for this topic. Um, but I do recall, we actually did go to, there was a, a route 66 sort of museum that we went to that was, you know, just like a, a warehouse that they put a bunch of, you know, cool old timey stuff in. And we went to, and, and I, I actually, I think we, we all got, Route 66 passports that are That's like, it, like yeah. done done up like passports, and they're pl- uh-huh. you know, pages for each of the things. You can go to these various places and get like stickers or stamps for it. And it, if memory serves, we unfortunately hit that sort of on the tail end of where we okay. were going to be on. So like we got the passports, but then really weren't able to do much of anything with them because we'd already passed that piece. But we hung on to them. I think it'd be cool, you know, one day, you know, once we've once we've, you know, hit all the states and or or you know, doing a redo of some of those tours to actually kind of go through and do that and, and hit no, all those spots well, and see all those things. The gentleman in the video actually did that, and that's what I was like, oh, I would do that. I mean, it oh, seemed yeah. like this. So this guy was, um, geez, I think it was maybe day six when he was in Texas. So like they legit stopped off. A ton. Now, granted, this guy's a YouTuber and is making his money based off people mm-hmm. like me binge watching at nighttime. I found it super interesting, um, which can always, oh, spell, yeah. you know, spill off into my other, you know, obsessions of like bloggers uh, that travel the country and find these roadside um, attractions and uh, abandoned places and stuff. But um, yes, the passport seemed really cool to me because he'd go in and each each place, you know, so there's a list and you go in there and they stamp it and then it gives you a reason to go into these places. And we do that a lot at Disney at uh, Epcot. They have this <laughs> showcase passport and they do the same exact thing where you kind of have to go to each location. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and speaking of passports, because, um, you know, like I said, we like to go on on road trips. We are huge, huge fans of the national parks and monuments and, you know, all of those things and really enjoy going to those. And those are educational and beautiful and exciting and fun. The park system has a passport situation. 
ah. for for like all the parks and like every 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 you know visitor center at the park you know they've, they've got like the the educational portion where there's always a, a a scale model or diorama and i'm just a sucker for those and then you know they've got the gift shop but they also have a little passport station where you can you know stamp your thing and it's one of those things to where when we first started doing these road trips i wish we'd have realized how much we would have gotten into those and would yeah. have gotten those like at this point we've been to so many of them if we were to get one of the passports it's like well we kind of missed some of our window <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know sure. but had we gotten them back then we'd have had them you know pretty full by this point and you know i don't, I don't have a lot of regrets in life in general like i feel like everything <laughs> happens for a reason and we learn from it and you know there's no reason on dwelling on the past sort of sure. a thing Sure. But if I had to pick a regret, it would be that we oh did my. not get the National Parks uh, passports That's, at, at the yeah, first, I, first one we went to. You must live a very good life, Todd. I would, um, <sighs> I, you know, but it seems to me like you're you're a collector. So, like, it, for me, a checklist collector kind of person, oh. like, I'd be all for it. I, it would drive me nuts not to be able to finish that stuff. Oh, yeah. So, well, and that's the thing. And starting midway through, it's like, well, we're going to have to go back to these places that we've been just so I can get yeah. this, you know, rubber mm-hmm. stamp put into the I know. thing. Which the OCD know. brain comes in or something. Well, you know, and um, I'm not saying it won't happen. Like, you know, oh. we, it, well, I'm, I get to a point to where I'm actually able to retire. And, you know, Abby and I are all about, you know, the epic mm-hmm. road trips in the national oh, parks. Absolutely. And it's just going to happen. Um, so it's just odd that we've been to, you know, 48 of the states and a whole bunch of them have national parks and such that we've been to. And we've not done that. But, you know, I'm up for a redo. I, I'm not. Opposed I, to that. I think you should. I think you absolutely should. Um, speaking of national parks, I guess there was somewhere and you'll have to, I believe it was in Arizona. There is an actual place on route 66. That's that basically you park and you could take a train to the, um, grand Canyon, which I assume a grand Canyon is a national park, even though it's uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, in yeah, that yeah. area. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. so he didn't do it this trip, but he said he did it before, but I thought that was kind of cool that you could take like a, a train ride, like Hogwarts style to go to the grand Canyon. Um, yeah, we've not. I would be. I would be super into that. I've never been on like a real train. Like I've been on subways. I, when I was yeah. in Chicago, I was on you know the L. But like the old school trains, like you see in the movies, mm-hmm. or like the Hogwarts thing. That I've never done that. There were points where Abby and I were looking into, you know, hey, next time we go out west, let's, you know, what if we did take a train? You know, what if we hopped on that and took a train for a couple of days out, whatever. And train travel, my friend, is not cheap. Uh, well, pro- uh, you know. Well, so why why is that. why is it expensive? I I mean I don't know I I don't know the whys it's just you know I on, I guess hold on, possibly... hold on hold on Todd Todd okay hey Todd yeah. why why is it so expensive to travel on trains? Ah you're you're asking Professor Todd um make it up this guy okay so the reason that uh, train travel is is so expensive is due to um, iron shortages caused in World War II when we we sort of shifted our focus from a lot of the, um, you know, commercial and domestic uses for steel, iron, and other, you know, ferrous metals. And we had to shift those towards the war effort. And as you you may recall from, you know, newsreels, videos back, you know, or not videos, films of the day where folks would, you know, have, you know, rubber drives and iron drives and stuff to to collect scrap pieces so that we could build tanks and stuff and, and you know, get rid of those darn Nazis and so forth. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, there are still repercussions from those shortages. And, you know, one of the places that were hardest hit by that was, was the rail industry, um, mm-hmm. not just for the rails for the railroad themselves, but also for, you know, for the trains. Uh, you know, we've come a long way 
in terms of you know metallurgy and uh, materials to where we could build trains with with different materials you know carbon fiber uh you know aluminium or aluminum as my american brethren say uh you know and other other materials where we can make the trains uh in a in you know to be more efficient and better but for some reason we just really like building things out of iron and steel i think it's that old school aesthetic it, it appeals to the american nostalgia and as such you know the 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 every aspect of the the modern rail system is impacted and and therefore is more costly and that's, very that's interesting. Why. Very interesting. So how so so since it's so expensive, it is. Uh, you actually were looking to take a train from from Ohio. Oh, I don't know that you can get trains from Ohio directly. Okay. Like we like That's it's probably going to be. I feel like when we looked and this is this, Chicago, is, this is not made up. This is not made up for comedic effect. This is made up because I don't actually remember the answer. I feel like we had to go to like Indianapolis or something. Okay. Like we we had to go a little further west to get to a spot where there was, a, I mean, I guess you could do it, but it's a whole bunch of, you know, short sure. hops from here to there, like a bunch of transfers, more of a pit. Like it was just easier to, it would be easier to drive to. And again, I'm just going to say Indianapolis, even though that might not be correct. We'd have to drive a couple hours to a place to get to the train station. And then the train journey would, would start. Oh, um, there you go. And, th and then it would be kind of a straight shot. I, I feel like we were trying to go to, to California like to where the redwood forests are so that's a uh, that's like a no that'd be a northern train right isn't that kind of north california oh this the redwoods north california yeah but from 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 where we are that's kind of a straight shot is it west. yeah yeah because it kind of yeah to get to get down yeah yeah latitude longitude other important it's always fun sounding, to think of that stuff geographic thing yeah well it goes back to your visualization so you know mm -hmm. for those no, I, to, don't don't get for me the, wrong i'm picturing it right now for, for the listeners trying to, you know, draw a map based on our descriptions, God bless you and all your efforts. And, and please, you know, please, I'd be keen to see those. Yeah, yes, tweet, it, tweet exactly. us, please. Cast, cast Todd, right? Is that right? Yes, at, at Cast the... Todd. Just tweet those out. Um, hashtag bad geography. Hashtag visualizations. Um, I love it. And, uh, yeah. But uh, it, was, it was a combination of the cost of the actual train trip itself. Plus the reality that, okay, we've taken a trip to California. How in the hell are we going to get wherever else? So we'd have to rent a car. Oh, sure. And then because when we do these things, we camp. So it's, okay, packing all of our camping gear into some sort of, you know, transportable medium and the, you know, mm -hmm. the, the cargo, the cargo transport costs of, you know, associated with that. And, you know, the lump sum total is like, wow, we can just drive and it'll be fine. Uh, you know, yeah, I still would like to take a train trip. I think that might happen when it's down to just me and Abby and can be a little more economical that way. Because I don't know, there's just something there's just something I don't know if romantic is the right word. I'm not 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 in the, you know, candlelight and, you know, soft violin yeah. music sort of romance, but more of the like just nostalgic old-timey sort of a sensation oh, about uh, being on a, being on a train and, and you know sitting and you know going to the going to the club car and having a sandwich and a you know a, a, a drink and you know then you know going you know having a, having a sleeper car just there's just something about that now here's, here's the other piece i'm all for it too it, yeah here, here's 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 the piece where that could go sideways real quick though i am a person who can at times suffer from motion sickness Oh. Like when we go on these epic road trips, you know, there a lot of it's highway, but a fair bit of it is, you know, through hill. Like when you're in the national parks, like it's all weavy roads that go back and forth and up and down and whatever. I have to drive because if I'm driving, motion sickness doesn't really bother me. 
Like I like somehow that that all works. If I'm the passenger, I get queasy as hell, and I'm and and my fear is, I mean, luckily when you're in a train, I mean it kind of by definition has to be mostly straight shots and or gentle curves, so I don't think it's likely to be a problem. But you know, hey, you're on this train, you're gonna be here for the next two days, and I you know 15 minutes in, I'm like, well, this is not good. It could either be the most wonderful, fantastic, you know, great experience to have memories forever, or it could be just two, three days of hell. And and that's that's where it's like, hmm, I guess we're all well, the on that someday. Well, the solution is I have a couple of these um, uh, toddler toys that have steering wheels. All right. So they're pretty realistic. <laughs> so we'll just pack that up in your carry on. And then whenever you're feeling sick, you just sit down and say, all right, I'm taking over. <laughs> And you start driving. <laughs> nah, there you go. It won't be. There you go. You know, make sure that you keep uh, ten and two, and uh, like you said, there won't be many turns, so you just have to hold on to the wheel. There you go. Well, Todd, that's, I don't. That's an I don't know solution. what. Yeah, I don't know what else I have for Route 66 except for it was an enjoyable, uh, enjoyable watch um, where this gentleman was going back and forth. I guess the only other thing that I could mention that are, there's a lot of abandon. They must have built a new highway called Highway 40, because mm-hmm. he referenced it. Right. And then you could actually see it in the distance in a couple of them, where it kind yeah. of tails off from Route 66. So Route 66 seems like it's now a tourist destination, as well, opposed yeah, I mean, to an actual highway, and that yeah. there are a lot of abandoned gas stations and or buildings. And so if you're into that kind of thing, that also seemed pretty cool, where it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is this used to be a booming you know, area with, but since now that people don't drive through here, this gas station doesn't have any love. So they shut down and left the building and now it's uh, tagged with graffiti and or falling apart, uh, which was interesting. Oh yeah. Cause, cause you know, route 66, when it came out, like that was the, that was the main way to get from point A to B like that, that was the road, you know, yeah. um, you know, and you're not, you're not going, I think, I think maybe you top out at 55 miles per hour on sections of that, you know, that are between towns or whatever. Like it is not, it is not the route you take to get from point A to point B quickly. It's no. how you get from, it's, it's how you take the scenic leisurely view from point A to point B. If you're trying to get from one city to another, yeah, they've, they've since built highways and you hop on those and therefore, you know, actual route 66 is, is less used though. Generally speaking, unless you're making, you know, little local trips, you're on route 66 because you want to be on route 66, you know, roadside attractions and, and so on. Yeah. You're under the bus and you, you took us to route 66. So that, that, that works out. Okay. I, I, I post apologize for all of the, the bullshit stories I told. And I hope everyone realizes that in those cases, I did not actually know what I was talking about and was spontaneously making it up. Hope you found that entertaining. Any, any parting words, Eric? No, no, I'm glad we, we went on this. I'm going to drop my map here in a bit, and I'm going to post it for all those to see. From Fantastic. Memory. That's great. Cool. Well, thank you, Eric. Thank you, listeners, for taking this this uh, imaginary journey with us. Uh, please do post your, your, your hand-drawn maps to at CastTodd, and um, we, will, we will enjoy the heck out of those. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast. 